What is going on, BW Sports One World? That guy right there, uh, that's Bella, but that guy right there, he's the one. This guy right here, I'm the ass. Together, we are Black and White Sports, powered by First Financial Bank. Mr. John Wayne Buzzard's helping us out there with all your small business loan and banking needs. Call him, 317-417-8582, or email him at john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. And as always, our rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent, over at Tucker. That's right. Talk to Sean at Talk to Tucker, 317-503-8322. Or email him at sean.nugent at talktotucker.com. Damon, what is happening? Uh, Sir, I am chilling. I am hanging out. Hey, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going on. I'm not going to lie to you. I am not watching the bubble. You're not watching the bubble. You're not watching watching the the Reds. I'm watching the Reds. You're watching baseball? I'm watching the Reds. You're watching baseball? Only until Shark Week comes on. Holy hell, you are watching baseball. Folks, it is... A crazy time, definitely, if Damon is picking baseball over basketball, folks. Never said that I was picking. <laughs> I mean, that's what you just did. Just didn't like the game that was on. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. And it just happened to be on this channel. So. I see. <laughs> You're lucky it's not HGTV. <laughs> wow. But anyway, yes, my friend, it's Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday. Oh, look, look. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, look. I, see it. Uh, I, 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 I don't know where the link is. Oh, there it is. Uh-huh. Yeah. He thinks we can hear him. That's funny. Leave him there. Leave him there first. Leave him there. So. Okay. <laughs> you know how we've always been talking about having an esports and whatnot show and doing the esports thing and all that, and you know he kind of, kind of got forgotten about a little bit because he just has been so busy with his college and 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 other things, and now he's now he's a big man off of campus and and all that. So, Damon, I'll let you introduce him. 
Introduce who? I don't know. That guy in the waiting room that kind of looks like you. <laughs> Just a little lighter skin. Oh, yeah. No, no. What it is is we had a special a special show lined up for you guys tonight. We had, um, you know, we don't dabble into the esports ourselves per se. Where'd he oh. go? Huh? Oh, he turned his camera Where'd he go? He turned his camera off. Oh, so uh, we kind of dabble a little bit. Up oh, there he is. <laughs> so we don't we don't dabble too much in the esports type of deal, but we want to keep that I, window open. I and plus, well, you do now. <laughs> and plus, we are, you know, we so we try to you know stay in touch with everybody on these types of things. So there's a lot going on in esports right now because it's one of those things that people can do and abide by the social distancing and all the the other crazy things that's going on in, in our world today. So we did have a couple guests lined up for today, but uh, those nasty storms that swept through Iowa kind of took out, we didn't take out our guests. It took out our guests' means to be with us. So uh, we'll do a follow-up show to get uh, that guy back uh, on the show because I think it'll be a pretty good thing for our, our esports and our whatnot followers. So, but we still have the other guest who is joining us for some casual conversation about the esports world. And he is our own VW Sports esports correspondent and guru of all esporting himself, our own Gator Mellon. Gator Hello. Mellon. He was taking a big chug of something. Sweet tea. Uh huh. We'll go with that. Oh, yeah. Well, well, you're the what's he's the I know. I know what's and funny. I can take him to the liquor store to get me beer. There you go. There you go. I was going to say, what's funny is I didn't know that you were at home. Yup. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, Chilling there downstairs. He there he is. Hey, I did a show in that room once. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> What What's been doing? going on, man? What's been going on, Gator Mellon? Tell everybody who you are. Obviously, we all know your affiliation with the guy above you, not me. I'm I'm an uncle. I'm not the I'm not the provider of all. <laughs> and he's not either anymore. That's true. That's true. I I got to do a lot of this stuff on my own now. now that I'm, right. I'm old. Well, uh, my name is Julian Thomas. I am the son of the one. Obviously, uh, my say it ain't so. <laughs> <laughs> my name that I usually go by is Gator Melon in the esports world. Uh, I went semi-pro for a little bit in Rocket League, so that's where most of my talent comes from and where most of my gaming knowledge comes from. I currently coach and captain for the Ball State Rocket League team, and I just play under Ball State Esports right now. And then I also just got my first kind of semi-coaching job with St. Ambrose University coaching their Rocket League team. So Ooh, doing a lot of fun stuff here. <laughs> Nice, nice. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Been playing, been playing a lot of Valorant since that's a new game that's out. Just kind of been waiting for some good games to come out. Biggest thing I've been waiting for is for esports to come back because a lot of our lands have been canceled, and lands are just when everybody comes and plays together uh, in like close, like close area. Land is just local area network, so there's no lag, there's no ping you don't have to deal with, and everybody can show off their true skill. But we've been doing a whole bunch of Wi-Fi tournaments, and there's been issues here and there. But we're waiting for the big LAN tournaments to come back because that's when real teams will start to prove their dominance. 
All right. So you got teams now that prove their dominance. So oh, yeah. okay, let me let me ask you a question. Outside, uh, before we dive into some of the collegiate things that are starting up with the esports, let's dive into the professional ranks. Um, okay, so you were talking about the uh, Rocket League. Mm-hmm. Now we had a guest on a couple weeks ago who dealt with more of the actual sport. You know, I mean, I know. Esport is a category, but you have so many things underneath it, like with your Rocket League, that deals more of the computer side of gaming. It still kind of mixes in the sport, but like on his side, he was with the Minnesota Timberwolves 2K team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how how different from the like sporting games to um what is it, the adventure games or uh, probably the category that you'll probably worry about there you want you want to say is the FPS games because those are pretty much our juggernauts FPS and MOBAs um, games that you hear like League of Legends Counter-Strike uh, now Valorant's in the discussion Overwatch <laughs> he's rewind rewind the tape when you start <laughs> rattling off Letters, these are just, these are just the big games, big games. No, no, I understand that when mm. you start writing off letters, PFC and DGF, you kind of let, let us know what those mean because I have okay. zero mm. clue. Okay, so a MOBA is a multi-online battle arena, okay? There will be basically one multiplayer online battle arena. There will be one little arena. It'll usually be a 5v5, just depends on what the game is and what they kind of decide and they just kind of battle it out. But usually it involves abilities. A lot of times it's not like your biggest difference in a MOBA from an FPS is an FPS stands for first person shooter. So it's the gun in my hand, I'm looking down the screen and I'm aiming at people. Now you have different variations of FPS like arcade, uh, 5v5 kind of style. So like arcade would be like your Call of Duty where you keep respawning, you just run around, shoot each other and keep respawning. And there's an objective that they throw in there but it's mostly just kill everybody. And then you've got Counter-Strike, which is a five, it's a tactical shooter is what you get into. So now people, uh, there's different types of movements, mechanics. It's a little bit harder. Like people who come from COD to go play Counter-Strike, they have a really hard time. Call of Duty is COD, Damon. Yeah. I know that one. (laughs) I would hope everybody (laughs) would know that one at that point. But then Uh, like, yeah. When have you seen me play Call of Duty? I have seen you play Call of Duty a few times (laughs) in my lifetime. Oh, with you. Yes. I always went up or down. Yes. Yes. I remember you just like looking and then you rotate and then you throw a nade and you knife the air and then you look down and then you kill yourself from your nade because you look straight up when you threw it and then you were confused at what happened. Yeah. But um, I have zero kills. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think you ever went into a multiplayer game anyway. I don't think I ever put you in a game with bots yet. But Going back to the professional games, like you're saying, the difference between sports games, like uh, like your NBA 2K, your NBA Live, that kind of thing, where you got a professional team sponsoring you, those those esport games are kind of getting more on the rise. They're a little bit harder because their developers don't really, um, I wouldn't say take as much care as their, of their game as other ones, but they're constantly releasing another game. So it can never be as refined as some of the other games that you see people signing six-figure contracts to play for, have teams with dietitians, uh, physical therapists, like, full-on backing these players. Whoa, it, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. yeah and, hold on. And, I heard, hold on. I heard physical therapist. So, I don't know. Dietitian. 
Is okay. I missed that because I'm already on my diet. <laughs> Hold on. Physical therapist to do what? Massage your hands. Perfect example is Astralis. Um, they're one of the. They're arguably the grit. Actually, not arguably. They are. They are the greatest team to ever play Counter Strike of all time. Um, you got me intrigued, man. Yeah, they their entire org has brought in like full backing that you'd see almost from like uh, like a I wouldn't say a full NFL team because they obviously have extremely ex extreme amount of resources that they can throw at these players, but they're giving them as much as they can because like I mean as much as as stupid as it sounds, your physical health is actually a major part that plays into how well you play the game. Like you've got a uh, like if you look at the Astralis team, like all of their players are just jacked like ripped and just ready to like you wouldn't want to fight them because they're like definitely telling me mm -hmm. yeah i would yeah. if you play a video game all day you're damn right i'd fight your ass <laughs> <laughs> makes pretty good money for some people but they were that the mean they can fight <laughs> <laughs> they were one of the first organizations in counter-strike to actually implement any of that and you could see the benefit that came from it and some of the players how consistent they were how just None of them were considered the greatest players of all time, except for Device. He's their one of their players, but all of them definitely like hold their own in their own way, and you'd never see any fault in pretty much any of their players on their roster. And so they always come out on top. That's a reason why they're four-time major champions, which is basically four-time Super Bowl champions, and they just okay. unquestionable. Like they, they are the best team in the world, and that support it lets them continue to keep doing that. All right, so I want to go back to something you said, like signing a contract for six figures mm -hmm. if you play a video game. Now, I understand about the Madden <laughs> like, I mean, I'm saying, I understand it, like the Madden tournaments and the 2K mm -hmm. tournaments and the MLB tournaments, those things, or the, what is it, the show? Mm -hmm. MLB, the show, those tournaments. I, mean, I know these guys do win a considerable amount of money but you're winning money as a prize. So you're saying on the other side of the spectrum, these guys are signing sports people contracts. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Like uh, you'll only, you'll only see that in your major esports. You won't yeah, see that in very, what's your major esports. Let's hear that. Uh, Counter-Strike League of legends, overwatch uh, Valorant's going to be one. Now I know um, overwatch. <laughs> those are those are like your tier one esports. Then you go into tier two esports, which will be like your Rocket League, um, just like other games that are popular, but not on the level that the other ones are. Just because they've been around Smash for so long. Brothers. Smash Brothers would be like a. It might be tier one, but it's considered tier two right now, just because Ultimate is not as huge as other games. It it all depends on the player base. Your player base pretty much decides your tier one or your tier two or your tier three. And your so, player yeah. base would be how many people how many people play, play the game? Yes, how many people worldwide okay. play the game? Counter Strike has a massive player base because it's been around for two decades. It's a game that has constantly been evolved and evolved from the original Counter Strike to Source to Global Offensive, which is what we currently play now. And there hasn't been a Counter Strike after that. But then if you look at League of Legends, League of Legends goes through a process called patching. Most games have this now, where and that's this is the difference between um your sports games and like League of Legends. League of Legends will constantly update the same game 
over and over again with fixes, with patches, just to make it so refined that like there's not too much error. But then if you look at your sports games, they have to can they have to keep resetting their game, keep adding new mechanics, keep adding all kinds of different things just to keep the game fresh so people keep buying it. Especially one of the biggest reasons is so that you can get the updated roster. And then once you've already played through that game, you've kind of you've really maxed out its potential. You've gotten all your VC, you've collected all the players, and now you're competing. But League of Legends is different. You're always competing in the same format, and it's whoever is better and the more talented player is going to win. But in League of Legends, you're the more talented team. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a great question. I'm going to let Gator Mellon start this conversation. Gator yeah, Mellon. That's a great question. There's somebody that we're all familiar with asking wonderful questions. So if racing is is not a sport, quote, quotations for the one, your dad, because he's an idiot when it comes to racing, it's not a sport. But it isn't. It's a hobby. E shut up. Are esports <laughs> a sport or not a sport? And why? Well, okay. First, I want to know your guys' definition of sport because I feel like everybody's definition of sport changes. I want to hear yours. Well, for me, I this is my we personal do. opinion. We're doing the interviews here, dude. I don't think <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't call it a sport. I would call it an esport because it battle. It's a different type of like competition. Like sports to me, you're competing physically with your body on that kind of level of competition. I also feel. Personally, sport just overarches kind of everything, but it just kind of, I don't know. The definition of sport is vague and the arguments all the time. So I just default to it's an esport because it's different. We play a different way. Like, I mean, we sit in front of a computer screen and we put in the same amount of hours as everybody else does, but it's all dedicated to the game that we're in. We don't have to do as much physical training to be at our peak. Like, for example, like an NFL player, they have to train constantly to keep up physical condition. We have to maintain physical condition, but it's our mental awareness that we have to keep up. So we log hours and hours in the game, figuring out different strategies, figuring out how to break the game, break the game to our advantage. And then the developer freaks out and they're like, okay, now we have to fix this because this is broken. <laughs> it's guys. Yeah, no, that's what everybody does. Every like you got to see what some of these players do. They find the craziest loopholes. Like most of the stuff, like for example, in Counter-Strike, I'm going to throw a bunch of terms at you again. In Counter-Strike, there's a, a movement mechanic called B-hopping. It stands for bunny hopping. Now, what happens is... You used to do that on your on your BMX bike. It's it's basically the same thing, but the, the weird part about it was whenever you would jump at a specific timing on a specific frame rate, if that makes sense, um, on a specific timing, your speed, your movement speed that you have in the game would increase if you keep hitting those perfect jumps. So the more you jump at this perfect time, the faster you will go. And once people figure that out, you've got people just kind of like flying across the map, just doing all kinds of stuff that the developers never intended. So they ended up kind of tweaking a little bit, but they left it in because it was such an interesting mechanic that rewarded skill. And that completely changed how the game was played. But you get things like that all the time that people find, like Rocket League is another perfect example. All you're doing is playing soccer with cars. Then people figured out you can fly with these cars. Then people can figure out that if you get all four of your wheels on the ball, you can reset your jump and do even more stuff in the air. Like it's a, just a bunch of crazy stuff and the players will always progress the meta. And if the developers support the players, the game will continue to grow. But if you end up like a Nintendo and you hate your player base that competes at your game for smash and 
the Smash was intended to be a parting game, and Nintendo hates that. Nintendo hates that they're esports and they are competitive at it, and so they try to stop them at every every chance that they get. So if your developer backs it, like a Riot Gaming or a Psyonix kind of, or a um, Nether Realm, yeah. <laughs> Nether Realm is a good one because then you get uh, your crazy Dad players. That one. Yeah, you get your crazy players like Sonic Fox. Yeah, you do. Mortal Kombat, bro. Bam. This is the biggest uh, one. You play it. Yeah. Uh, well, just uh, say Mortal Kombat. Oh, I'm sorry. I should have said Capcom for him. He would have mm. known who that is. Well, Capcom okay, does a great job, too. Game. Oh, you game. If you want me to know Street a developer name, I'm going to say EA Sports. Oh, I know That's exactly what they are. But yeah, I've seen the Capcom. I mean, now that you mentioned it, yeah, Why but I'm not gonna can... just come say to Street, know, Fighter. Street Fighter. Street Fighter. Just say Tekken, just enough. say Mortal Kombat. All right, man. So he mm-hmm. wants to fight. So Julian, we're gonna take a pause for about 90 seconds. We're gonna fight. Stay right there. <laughs> Who was desperate enough to get some wagers in on the Marbula One Marble Races? We've been with sports for so long. I know I was. But this week, we're in for a treat with three of the four major sports back in action. MLB, NBA, and NHL all have resumed play. And with no fans in the stands, we're taking advantage of some of these early game lines with MyBookie. Plus, MyBookie just brought back the deposit match bonus, so you can grab yourself some extra cash to build up that bankroll. And the best part is, when you roll with MyBookie, it's simple. You bet, you win, they pay. There's a reason I tell people to visit my bookie, and that's because it's the only online sports book that asks the questions you and your friends actually want to put money on. Are Giannis Antetokounmpo's box a lock to represent the East in the finals? Who's going to average more points, LeBron or Kawhi? Debating your buds is cool and all, but I'd much rather throw down some cash to see who's right. But truth be told, I'll bet on anything. That's why I'm pumped the MLB and NHL are back in action, too. Lines, prop bets, futures, my bookie's got them all. Trust me, this is the only place you want to be putting money down this season. Join today and my bookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Just enter promo code BWSPORTS1 when signing up. Remember, at my bookie, the terms are simple. You bet, you win, they pay. All right, that's all I had to get now. Since I since I won the tournament of champions against your father in that quick of a second, mm-hmm. I want to kind of go back to the Nintendo deal that you're saying how they mm-hmm. hate their fan base, how they hate their they hate their competitive fan base. Competitive fan base. Okay, why does Nintendo steer away from competition as as far as the competitive play? Uh, and this would have been a perfect time to have Chase because he understands this on a whole better level than I do. He he dealt with uh, a lot of Smash tournaments, but Nintendo is a is a family brand. Their whole thing is get the family together, play games. That's why you get your uh, Legend of Zelda's, your Mario's, and all that stuff, and all the like Mario Kart. But the one thing about gamers is they will always try to find a way to get better, and so they keep pushing the brand. And a lot they had a lot of problems at the beginning with. A lot of players being very toxic, very rude, and they just didn't want to embrace that kind of thing. They didn't want to embrace competitiveness. They wanted to embrace family. And so when they see these people trying to like get or just esports in general, competitive players, they just they don't I wouldn't say they don't shut them down, but they definitely don't support them the way that they could. Like, uh, for example, 
like your Counter-Strike, if there's a, a broken gun in the game or something is doing something it shouldn't do and it's making it unbalanced, they'll fix it. But Nintendo will only fix it to the point where they feel comfortable that a family can play it and enjoy their time together. And so that's why they're going to, they're just not going to go any further than that. And with, and I don't know if you've heard anything about it, but the recent scandal that kind of happened, I didn't, I didn't post about it because I didn't really feel comfortable posting about it that happened, but Nintendo's probably never going to back smash uh, as an eSport ever, like ever at this point. And you're referring to the um, inappropriate <sighs> solicitation of minors coming from certain individuals in that uh that's a lot of, yeah sexual misconduct a lot of sexual misconduct aha so hmm. interesting yeah and well, i mean it's a it's an online a online thing you know well, I mean? the, the problem before, uh-huh. the, the problem wasn't online these were all the, the one thing that's very unique about smash compared to any other sport is the best way to play it is in person because one of the things nintendo refuses to do is fix their online so if you go to Q on for an online game, you'll get a lot of lag. Melee never had online, which Melee is one of the bigger ones. Smash Ultimate's online is so bad that a lot of people don't even want to play it. So the only way to play those games is to play them in person. And so a lot of these issues come back from, well, most of them came back from past after-party events that people finally felt that they needed to talk about. Understand, understand. Well, that's an ugly side of sports that we have, and it's unfortunate that it's filtered its way into the uh, the gaming realm. And I'm mm-hmm. sure it probably happens more than we care to know because, I mean, it happens in our regular internet access, our regular social media access. Mm-hmm. And gaming is a thing that draws a younger attention attention span. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a bad avenue for uh, those types of individuals. And I do feel that some of these some of these um, online gaming companies are taking uh, this under consideration and making it very difficult. Because, as you know, you set up a lot of things for your younger brother who's right behind you. <laughs> I mean, I know you you setting up a lot of his his gaming things where. Mm-hmm. You know, though you you all you see all the parental settings that they set to try to catch mm-hmm. these. So um, I applaud them for that. But hey, before we get done, there was something else I wanted to uh, run by you. I know we were going to talk to this with Chase about the Ambrose deal, but this mm-hmm. uh, NACE, mm-hmm. uh, explain that to us. Uh, the National Association of Collegiate Esports. It's a program that's kind of getting together. They're basically. If I remember this correctly, because Chase would have more information since he is a is now currently a board member of them, he'll get to decide um, a lot of the games that will pass as esports. Um, they're a lower branch from the NCAA, and they're getting ready to start to try and govern a lot of like esports and colleges because that's a new thing that's starting to to pop up. Like we have college esports here and there, but it's mostly just colleges working together just to kind of compete. There's no real governing body now we're starting to get a few standouts like the mac conference coming out with their esports collegiate um, which i'll be participating in for at least a year they're going to be picking three different games for your fall and your spring semesters and they're going to have teams compete and then there's going to be a full-on tournament towards the end and they're going to crown whoever was the best at these section of games um the nace i'm hoping they'll they'll stand out a little farther and they'll start to govern like an ncaa and cover every college and start to get full on competing 
because right now the companies that are doing that are like a, a TESPA and some organizations that are coming out of the schools like Ball State uh, Esports, for example, sets up a lot of their own tournaments, a lot of ones that I've played before and actually helped set up myself. But that's what we're hoping to come from them. Um, but it's still small right now. Like we're we're growing, but we're growing extremely fast. And so you'll probably see it take over in the next few years or so. Um, what, um, um, I don't want them to govern like the NCAA, but I understand what you mean by that. We're, we're trying to get, yeah, we're trying <laughs> big difference. Yeah. We're trying to, we're trying to get that, get to that level. The NCAA right. level is kind of what I mean. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Uh, but we was just trying to, you know, keep us us, but mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen some of the, uh, the Ball State things that you put on, and I, I mean, these things have great turnouts. There's food trucks, bro. Yeah, right. for food trucks. If there's food trucks, it's, it's a real deal. deal. Right. It's a real deal. It's not official. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I've seen it. I mean, they they set up this. They had a, a rented a building or whatever. You go in there. I mean, they got you know game monitors set up in four or five different rooms and. All these these young people in her, and then they got one room where they got the chairs and the big screen. Oh yeah, you're talking about I'm our like, state was, invite. It's like it's like crazy. I mean, they, and they into it, and I have zero clue. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> let's play some 2K or let's play some live. You know what I mean? <laughs> All this, let's bowl. Let's Nintendo bowl. <laughs> oh, they don't want to do Nintendo because they don't like competition. Um. So I doesn't mean you can't do it. For okay. while, I know. I got a question for you. Have you heard of iRacing? Yeah, I've heard of iRacing. I've watched a little bit here and there. Um, of course, on CWTV, right? Oh, yeah. I popped in for a few a few races. I remember watching a few before you guys actually got started into iRacing. I remember stumbling upon uh, like an F1 tournament-esque thing, and it was, it was pretty big. Like they had like – it almost felt like a Survivor-esque show. Where they were like eliminating racers, it was strange. <laughs> and I only watched one episode, but I was like, "Oh, this is cool. The racing's like it's different." He's like one of the things that I noticed was a lot of the racers could take more aggressive things because, like, I mean, your body's not at risk, so you can do more aggressive stuff with your car. Just kind of whatever. So, like, I've seen a little bit of it, but I don't know a whole lot about it. I watch CWTV whenever I can. Of course, that's why I, I don't. Know. That's why I don't race. Because they won't let me race after my first race. Well, I mean, I ain't trying to, I'm not going to try to go around nobody. If you're in the way, hey, mm -hmm. move or get, hey, lay down or get put down. So here's a little exclusive news. Breaking news on Taco Tuesday. We all saw Tommy Boy out on the racetrack last weekend in the new oh, part. Great stash. Now, it has been asterisk approved. Oh, shit. Since I cannot play football anymore. No. Be damned if I get back in the cage of the ring. Yeah, I, got I, don't to about yeah, I, got, I don't want to talk to you with a knot on my head, dude. Uh, I, I have been asterisk approved to buy my own cart and start rolling out. Hmm. I can't wait. Cannot wait. I'm gonna get the Brad Doherty of BW Sports One out to the racetrack. How? What do you think about that one? 
Hey, I have no problem being out the racetrack. You get a suntan. Yeah. I have to put on some type of racing gear and and the heck. Can I be like in the crew chief or something? There you go. There you go. It don't even work. We're just going to have earmuffs on you looking like a headset and just talk. And a clipboard. Man, what the hell are you doing, Dan? Turn left. (laughs) Give me a clipboard and I'm good to go. There you go. There you go. So is iRacing eSport or is iRacing a thing on its own? Or what do you consider that, Julian? Well, one of the biggest differences in eSport, like you guys were talking about, like subcategory, is pretty much every game runs itself like its own thing. So iRacing is on its own. It does whatever it wants to do. Counter-Strike's on its own. It does whatever it wants to do. What tier would you put iRacing in? Probably like tier three or lower. Is that because, and that's because of the the not as many players, right? Not as many players. So, like, you just don't have as many people that play it, so it just doesn't get, like, it doesn't get the popular viewership. Like, a tier one is, like, is like the NBA where everybody sees it. The entire world is watching this. Like, Counter-Strike, my favorite team, Astralis, they're from Denmark. They're a Denmark-based team. So, like, they're just out there. Uh, League of Legends is mostly... I mean, that's another world. You have uh, great teams like uh, in NA, NA, North America. Right now with Cloud9, they were super juggernauts, but then most of the super powerhouses are over in Korea and over on that side. But it's just all its different kind of thing, and that's one thing. iRacing, like racing in general is big. It's a worldwide thing. But you got to get those. Sport? Is racing a sport? Uh-huh. I, if they want to call it a sport, it's a sport. No, I don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm asking ah, you. Ah, ah, yes. Great I'm answer. asking you, sir. Well, do me, you me. consider it a sport? I would say so. A lot of them ah. go through a lot of training to do it, and there's a lot of competitiveness that goes into it. Like it's there's strategy, there's competition, there's talent, there's training. I think all that makes up a sport pretty well. So I'd I'd say yeah. I'd say it's a sport. Well, there you go. He thinks it's a sport. Good for him. I'm in esports. I kind of have to assume everything else is a sport if I'm gonna try and say esports is kind of a sport. That's that's good logic. I like the way you think. <laughs> that's like oh uh, hey, but let's clear something up. You know, I mean, this guy likes to rattle off about his uh his titles. Why don't you uh, rattle off your title? You know what I mean? We got state champions in my family, too. Oh, yeah. What do you mean by titles? Title. State champion. Title. You got a title. He's mad and bitter because he doesn't have a ring like us. No, I'm not mad and bitter at all. I'm just saying there's one in my family, so now take that. Oh, yeah. I got a a ring. Any of them from Cathedral don't count on this show. Why, why, Why not? Think about it. Why? Yeah, because it's better than your. Hey, they don't have any. <laughs> they don't have any public altercations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go Irish, but not Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look at him. Hey, you better watch out. You guys are gonna lose your mascot soon too, because somebody's gonna get mad. Well, not a, not an animal. We're good. They don't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, so now hey. you're now you're now you're abusive towards leprechauns. Uh, hey, I have a leprechaun is a person. 
I hate everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that so very true. Fair. That's very fair. Gator Mello, so, tell everybody. Yes. No. No. Oh, okay. no. Oh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll see you guys then. No. Gator <laughs> <laughs> Mello, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can see you, where they can watch you play some Rocket League or coach Rocket League now. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, thank you. Um, it's not like you me in our blood. I don't. I don't stream very often. But if you want to catch me whenever I do stream, it'd be at twitch.tv forward slash GatorMelon. Um, you can find that on my Twitter. I, pretty much all my handles are GatorMelon. Do that um, again. Twitch dot TV, TV forward slash G A T O R M E L O N GatorMelon. I'll probably start streaming there a lot more, um, so I can. I'm sorry. What did he say? Goodbye. Ah! Yeah, you watch out. <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash Gatormelon, right? Mm -hmm. I'll I'll probably start to do. Um, we call them VOD reviews, but you guys probably call them film study from uh, or just film from basketball. We call them VOD reviews uh, because most of our stuff is saved on VODs. Uh, I'll probably do VOD reviews for the team, the St. Ambrose team. When I start doing those here in a couple days, because I'm going to have my first coaching session with them the 14th, uh, give them some tips, get them started. Because I think this will be the first Rocket League team at St. Ambrose. But if I do stream, it's going to be there. I'll probably play either Rocket League or Valorant or whatever other game I want to play. <laughs> what do you pick? Uh, Combat or Street Dungeons Fighter? or Dragons? Dungeons or Dragons? My bad. Dungeons and Dragons. I can't really stream that, but... <sighs> um, Mortal Kombat versus Street Fighter. I personally enjoy watching more Mortal Kombat. I didn't really grow up with Street Fighter, so I didn't get to see a lot of it. But I do watch the eSport a little bit here and there. Now, what um, about Mortal Kombat or uh, Tekken? Hmm. That's, That's a hard probably. one. Because I have, I have two favorites. Um, for Mortal Kombat, it would be Sonic Fox. And for... Uh, Tekken, it'd be the greatest king player of all time in Little Majin. Uh, but I think, I think Mortal Kombat is a bigger game. It's more of a competitive game simply because it's just more balanced. It's backed by a bigger studio. Tekken, I like Tekken a lot. a lot longer. Tekken's, I like Tekken a lot, but I don't know. Like it's, it's just different. Like uh, Mortal Kombat has a more refined feel to it it feels like it can be more competitive it feels like it can be more balanced and tekken has more archaic it's i wouldn't say archaic but it has a different style that takes a lot of time to get into with being a uh like a 3d kind of you can move around the whole map sidestep like there's a whole lot it's a harder skill gap to get into so the harder yeah, that's the bigger difference that i see yeah and so like that's to a, get it yeah i was just saying to get into a game like that you have to put in a lot of time, and if you play against somebody who's put in a little bit of time in understanding it, you just kind of get rocked completely. But like in Mortal Kombat, you've got some things that they're it's pretty intuitive, it makes sense, but it's hard to master. So it's like it's easy, but it's hard to master. Tekken, it's hard, and it's also hard to master. So it's just harder for I people. Prefer, to I prefer the Tekken because of you get more of a realistic mm -hmm. movement of your fighter. Mm -hmm. Being able to sidestep, being able to flip a guy around mm -hmm. and things of that nature. The Mortal Kombat aspect of it, what I liked was the more of the mystic feel of it. Mm -hmm. And being able to 
I think they they developed their storylines of their characters throughout the game a lot better than Tekken mm. did. Oh, but yeah. the the thing that makes Mortal Kombat, other than its uh, years and movies behind it, Mortal Kombat, you're able to do things at the end of a match and mm. fatalities, brutalities, babyalities. Friendship. You know what I mean? Yeah, all Friendship. those things that you're able to do, and in Tekken you can't. I think that's mm. where they fall out, and that's where a game came in that didn't get the pump as the other three, but both of us were fans of it. Killer Instinct. Yeah. Uh, Killer Instinct was the reason why I didn't take off as much is not just because of like uh, what you were saying, but they didn't have like one of the biggest things in esports is how big is your developer that backs it. That's that's kind of what decides if you can even reach these broader audiences. And Killer Instinct didn't have a super big uh, company backing it, but they had a lot of people that cared a lot about it and made the game really good. And if you have a really good game, players will play it. Mm -hmm. So the more support that they get, I honestly think Killer Instinct was a very good game. I played it a little bit myself when they did the uh, the remade version on Xbox uh, three, no Xbox One when that came out. So you're more of an Xbox than PlayStation. Ah uh, no, I don't PC Master Ace. I don't mess with any of those. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mess with consoles, is basically what he's saying. Yeah. No, I, I have moved on. I have ascended. <laughs> okay. Wow. He's pulling out the big words. <laughs> uh, if you if you want a game and you want to get good at it, get a PC. There's no there's no point. Console gamers will cry and they'll be like, oh no, we can do the same thing. I'm like, yeah, you guys have talent, but on a broader perspective, you will never compete with anybody on PC. I'm sorry. They had to give you aim assist to actually give you guys the confidence to actually challenge a PC player. If I was a diehard console guy, I'd be angry right now. Oh, but I just man. play because it's a, it's a relief. It's a stress, it's a stress relief. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I see him down there playing. I can't do all this shit. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> took me took me a while. <laughs> okay, then he looking at me. What? 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 Right. Yeah. Still yeah. yeah, still knifing boys in the throat, and he's typing <laughs> knife him, knife him in the throat. <laughs> I think those are called hotkeys, Damon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> I don't I, use hotkeys. No, I don't use hotkeys. Wow! Well, yeah. Look at him. Look at him. Sorry, no, what you technically, say? Technically, not even in that. Yeah. <laughs> and if you hear anybody say use macros, they're cheating. Macros aren't allowed. Ah, good to know. And he has a light-up keyboard, so it's oh. visually appealing. All the RGBs. <laughs> yeah, I got one. Not, But I don't use it because it's wired, and I sit too far away, so I'll just use this for right now. <laughs> I got the steering wheel though. That's right. Mm -hmm. Steering wheel and pedals. Mm -hmm. So you got your nice little racing setup. I do. I love sitting I love in the seat the, right now. The racing setups that I they have so. that people have made are like amazing. Like full triple monitors. Like you can oh, see yeah. the whole car. I don't have all that. I'm I'm on a budget. I'm on, I'm what we call a budget racer. Oh, that's He's fine. Balling <laughs> on the budget. <laughs> that's completely yes, fine. Yes, but I have seen some of those setups, that especially some of the guys that we mm -hmm. race against. It's like. Holy shit, man! How much did you have just in the what's in front of you? Not not talking about your processor and your whole tower oh, and yeah. your pedals and your and your steering wheel. It's like 
Damn. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you exactly what it cost him. A woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Because if they have the money Stock to build fire. that, they have a woman. No, <laughs> no, because you never see her. She's got a pool boy. <laughs> oh no! A lot of a lot of people are changing their minds about gamers for that because they know where they know where they're going to be at. They're loyal. Like I mean, they're you're going to be there. I'm not <laughs> going to start with you. Right here. got anything else? Hey man, I got nothing else for our uh, esports correspondent. Well, Julian, it has been always a pleasure to have you embrace us with your presence on Black and White Sports. Stay stay with us. All right, he's ascended into the big leagues. <laughs> we, need to, we, need to get, we need to give him a, one of the things that the Egypt, not the Egyptians, no. the Greeks wore. A, a robe? A toga? Yes. No, no. <laughs> yes. Toga. We need to give him a toga with a Zeus helmet. And just uh, that could be his like profile picture. That guy, that guy right there, he's the one. (laughs) (laughs) This guy right here, I'm the ass. That was Gator Melon. This has been Black and White Sports Taco Tuesday, powered by First Financial Bank in a small business. What? (laughs) 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 Wow. Pew pew early. Lynn, he must have been hey, no, he must have been one of those single player gamers. <laughs> Black and white sports powered by First Financial Bank. Mr. John Wayne Buzzard, get with him for all your small business loan and banking needs. 317-417-8582 or email him at john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com, and our rock star realtor, Mr. Sean Nugent. If you are looking to buy or sell your next home, or you're you're this home and you want to get your forever home, call Sean today, 317-503-8322, or email him, sean.nugent, at talktotucker.com. Damon, I'm going to have to see you tomorrow. As always, but it looks like I might be solo for the first couple minutes. Watch out, folks. Oh, it's exciting. It's exciting. It's exciting. It was like where he first started. It's exciting. I'm ready. I'm ready. Somebody has the balls to play because it wasn't they daddy. Uh, as always Damon what do we do I don't have the pew pew girl here she's getting her brother at driver's ed he started driver's ed watch out folks awesome well I'm going to uh, keep Indy sporty while watching shark week pew pew peace oh hit the button 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 hit the button